0: If left to whim, we will mostly be driven by our biases, and we have lots of them. One that most of us have is an optimism bias. Some estimates are roughly 70 to 80 percent of people have this bias. There is a pessimism bias as well. While I am convinced that it is much better to be optimistic than pessimistic, we must be aware of the downside to these biases. A pessimism bias is primarily driven by fear, and that was predominant in our early evolution. But gradually this pessimism bias was replaced by optimism as our lives improved. This idea of progress is perhaps best captured by the concept of one step forward and two steps back. Perhaps this helps explain the Dickinson world as described in his novels when compared to today. If you compare those times to any previous area, it was certainly better. But compared to today, not so good. About 10-12,000 to 12,000 years ago, we learned to farm and raise animals for food settled down in communities, and some of the fears from our hunter-gatherer days subsided. Yet other fears still took hold, so we developed an optimism bias so we could cope with life. And that life, to quote Thomas Hobbes, was solitary, poor, nasty, brutish, and short. Since the Black Death in the 17th century, our lives gradually became rapidly much better. This better life experience was fueled first, but slowly, by technological advancement. Then in the early 20th century, we went into double time. At the forefront was the development of fertilizer by chemical process that kicked off the Green Revolution. For many, this meant freedom from starvation without spending most of the day finding enough to eat. Then came the vaccination revolution. This led to a substantial increase in the average human lifespan as infectious diseases didn't kill us so young. And with these new freedoms we found many other ways to improve our life experience. Yet our coping mechanism, optimism bias, remained deep in our DNA. We create shortcuts and we do need them. But rather than adopting positive shortcuts consciously, which most of us already do, we should strive to reflect on things as bias-free as we can. This is because positive shortcuts without reflection causes us to sometimes underestimate the negative from being too optimistic. Some things this optimism bias causes us to do, for example, is 1. We think bad things are more likely to happen to others than ourselves. 2. We overestimate the likelihood of encountering positive events. 3. We view the world as safer than it really is. 4. We can overestimate our ability to drive safely while fatigued or drinking. And 5. We underestimate the risk when there are dire consequences. This optimism bias helps to explain why we mostly ignore the dangers of climate change or a COVID pandemic raging around us. And often the media is no help and simply promotes ignorance. Some outlets have been very successful unintentionally or intentionally scaring the crap out of us because we have not totally lost all of our fear of the unknown. And, of course, social media has sped the whole process up to quick time. So to counteract and cope with these fears, we often develop unreasonable optimism or optimism bias. While it is better to adopt a happy tune than a fearful groan, it is better to not fool ourselves as the song suggests. On the other hand, we must not fall prey to pessimism since the results can be even more disastrous. It is simply better to search for bias-free realism through reflection. And we must reflect on our actions or our behavior will be led by our bias. And that is more complicated than it seems.
1: We hope that you have enjoyed this article.